Welcome to the Feminine Podcast. This is Nancy Wilson. Thanks for joining me today. Today I'm going to read you a prayer slash poem written by George Matheson, who was a Scottish minister. He lived from 1842 to 1906, and here is a relevant fact. He was blind from the age of 17. He struggled with poor eyesight before that until it just was altogether gone. And so he was known as the blind preacher. And many people who heard him preach actually had no idea he was blind because he memorized his sermons. And he would look down, and so it just looked like he was reading from notes. And he also wrote many hymns. So this prayer or poem is based on Psalm 23. And it's about trusting when you don't see the deliverance. In other words, it's about faith. Knowing that the author is blind really makes a difference in how we read it. So here it is. I'm going to read it to you. Restore my soul, O God. There are green pastures around me for which my eye has no lens. There are quiet waters beside me for which my ear has no cord. Restore my soul. The path on which I go is already the path of your righteousness. Open my eyes that I may behold its windows. The place I call dreadful is even now the house of the Lord. The heavens shall cease to hide when you have restored my soul. May I be content to know that your goodness and mercy shall follow me without waiting to see them in advance of me. Amen. All right, the thing that strikes me about this prayer is how he is teaching us and preaching to himself as well, no doubt that our experience is not our guide. We have to read our lives by faith and not by sight. And of course, in his case, it has a double meaning because he has no eyes to see with. But spiritually speaking, he has to walk by faith and not by sight as well. And this is, you know, it is a great exercise when you're reading the Psalms to pray them and apply them to your own life, of course. And that's what Matheson is doing in this prayer. So let's just take a minute and go through it. You may have troubles enough that you don't see the green pastures of Psalm 23, much less feel like you're lying down in them. You also may not feel like they are quiet waters that you are walking beside. You may feel more like it's rough seas and you're getting splashed with very chilly water. These are feelings. These are experiences. This is not faith. Matheson says that this happens when our eyes don't have a spiritual lens and our ears can't hear the spiritual cord. But that does not mean that the green pastures and the still waters are not there. It doesn't follow that because we can't see them, they don't exist. They're spiritually discerned. If God restores our souls, we can experience these by faith. Notice how he is preaching to himself which is a very good habit of mind. He says that he knows by faith that he is indeed on the path of righteousness. And notice it's God's righteousness, not his. And it's not ours. It's God's. It's not something that he might discover in the future somehow if he finds the right direction. It's real now. It's very real. It's true. It's already the path of God's righteousness. And though we may sometimes feel our situation is a dreadful place, it turns out that it's not true. It's the house of the Lord. 
So faith has eyes to see and ears to hear. Quoting Psalm 23 again, he prays that the Lord will restore his soul. Once our souls are in order, restored, we can see these things by faith. God is not hiding them from us. Faith gives us eyes to see. Meanwhile, he prays for contentment. What is he content with? Knowing that whether he sees it or not, goodness and mercy are following him. Though wouldn't we all like to see them ahead of us instead? Wouldn't we love to know the outcome now? But then faith would not be needed, and without faith, it's impossible to please God. Rutherford says that when we prayed for deliverance and trusted the Lord for deliverance, it's a much sweeter deliverance than if it had just come unasked for. And I agree, it's always good to trust the Lord. It's always great to have deliverance and to see God answering our prayers even before we had time to ask, of course. But there's something sweeter about that longed-for and prayed-for deliverance that he brings. So what does it mean to ask God to restore our soul? What is that exactly? Well, it's to reset the compass to true north. It's to tune our instrument, which is sorely out of tune. And then our eyes are opened, and we see our true condition in Christ, and we know who we are again. And then we see the green pastures, and we understand that we really, we see them with our spiritual eyes, of course, that they really are green pastures that we're lying down in, that it's still waters that he's leading us beside. So let me read the prayer one more time before I close now that we've talked about it. I hope it will encourage you to speak it to yourself. Remind yourself all these things and ask God to restore your soul. So here it is one more time. Restore my soul, O God. There are green pastures around me for which my eye has no lens. There are quiet waters beside me, for which my ear has no cord. Restore my soul. The path on which I go is already the path of your righteousness. Open my eyes, that I may behold its windows. The place I call dreadful is even now the house of the Lord. The heavens shall cease to hide you when you have restored my soul. May I be content to know that your goodness and mercy shall follow me without waiting to see them in advance of me. Amen. Thanks so much for joining me today. Have a blessed week.